can hear me, the Bible says, those who have ears, let them hear what the, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. You are blessed to have, when the Bible says that, those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. It means God speaks through his servants, whom he has called, who he has called. When he calls someone, he has got a message, a message. You say a message, it means a message is a, is a summary, which means there are messages within him. He puts them, he gives them, that servant of God, a pregnancy to, for a message to share, to teach. If you go to any church, you find the different churches, they say, say different things on different days because each, each church has got its own message because each messenger has got a message. When God sends his people, he picks them with a message. And that message is supposed to attract to attract a certain kind of people, the people that God wants to hear that message. If you go to the Catholic Church today, you hear a different message. If you go to TDJX today, you hear him, he's hearing a different message. He says, everyone, every one of the servants of God has a message. Glory be to Jesus. So it takes you to be able to hear from the one who was called by God. Because only the one who was called by God has a message. In different churches, if you go to whatever church, you go to any church, Pastor Christian, Embassy, Christ, Embassy, it is all over the world. But everyone wants to hear what the man of God is saying because he's the one who was called. He has got many pastors around him. T.D. Jackson has got many pastors who are in this church. They preach, they preach, but everyone wants to know the message from the servant of God. Because the one who was called by God is the one who has got a message for the church. And those who listen to him will hear what the messenger has got to say and then they take the message from the messenger and then, then they go and impart it to other people. And so don't take it lightly, don't take it uh, uh, for granted that you are blessed to be listening to the messenger for Agape for All Nations Ministry International at such a time as this. Because he's the one who called me. Therefore, by his grace, I'm the only one who has got a message for the church. Glory be to Jesus. So I thank God for you. I'll go straight to the message that God has given to me for today. If you want to know the title, uh, he's basically saying, know the one you believe or know the one you have believed. Know the one you believe or know the one you have believed. Let me go straight to the word of God according to the topic of the day. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 18. Who is going to read for us? I think we're going to read about three or four scriptures today uh, to, to buttress the message of the day. Let's start with Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 to 17. Matthew chapter 16. Verse 13 to 17. When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do, you, do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus blessed, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar Jonah, 
for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. We want to thank you. My Father, thank you for your word which has been read. O oh God of Agape, God of Israel, Jehovah El Shaddai, the Almighty One. Even as I share the word, Father God, this is only the beginning of the word you shall share. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, for the sake of your church, for the sake of your name, and for the sake of your kingdom. I pray, O oh Lord God Almighty, for the hearers of this word, O oh my Father, that this word is you, Kahana, even as you have given me the real team which uh, which takes the word and they, for the next two weeks they will be meditating on this word, chewing it, Almighty Father, enjoying it as they share with each other, Almighty Father, and you bring more revelation to them as they share with each other in the next week or two before I come. Thank you, my Father, for the new formula you have given to us, O oh God, that whenever I release the word of God, I release it for your children. They will be chewing the pack for the next two weeks while they are on their own. That way they have a better understanding of Scripture, Almighty Father. And they will be able to apply and operate and move in knowledge of Scripture, O Father God, according to the teachings. Holy Ghost, let's sure take over now as I share according to your Scripture, according to the Word. In the mighty name of the Lord, the one and only Yeshua Hamashiach, I have prayed. Hallelujah. Jesus the Christ, the Bible, which was we now know was written or translated was originally written in Greek and then translated to Jew, to, 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 to English, because we tend to speak the language of English. And the same book was also then later on translated to Shona or Devele or whatever languages you have in your different countries. You then find that the Bible says when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, verse 13 addresses him as Jesus, right? Because that's interpretation. That is the interpretation. That came when the people who interpreted the Bible, they addressed him as Jesus. Jesus came into the area of Philippi and he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And here is the response, as you know, the scripture. They answered and said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Other people. Some people say you are John the Baptist. And then they say, Some say you are Elias. You know who Elias is? That was, I shared with you the revelation. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, you know, Elias and John the Baptist are one and the same. But at least they could see that there was a link between John the Baptist and Elias. So they identified him either John the Baptist or Elias. And others also identified him as Jeremiah. Oh, one of the prophets. So that was the answer they initially gave to, to the Lord, whom they, according to the interpreters of the Bible, they described him as Jesus. Because that's what the interpretation said. When Jesus came into the coast of Syria Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am? And so they answered, according to what other people say. But Christ the Messiah, the Lord, was not interested in that kind of answer because he knew that if people follow him on the basis of what other people say, <laughs> which is what a lot of people were doing at the time, they were following him on the basis of the stories they heard about him. So, okay, they answered about others, but Christ was not interested in that answer. He then said to them, and I can tell you, and I can assure you that they were not expecting this person. When he then said to them, but you... You, the ones who are with me, the ones who eat with me every day, the ones who follow me every day, the ones who hear me speak every day, who do you say that I am? Now notice this. When he asked the first question, when he asked the question, say the first time, they all answered.
answered his even chorus. The Bible says, and they said, which means they all speak, they all open their mouths. It is easy for them, everyone has a cloud to tell to tell Jesus Christ what the world was saying. They all spoke like in chorus. Which means they were all in agreement. Because the Bible says, they say it. Now listen, when he then directed the question at them, watch what happened. All of them kept quiet except one. That is very telling. It is easy for you to answer for others. But what about you? Yes. That tells you straight away, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, that the majority of the disciples of Christ were following him, yet they did not know him. When he directed the question at them, they had no answer. And I can tell you this right now, that if the Holy Spirit had not said something, had not put something in Peter's heart, and then to release it in his mouth, even Peter would have remained silent. Because now, instead of them saying things, instead of them answering, they all kept quiet, they shut their mouths down, which means that they did not have the answer to that one. And now verse 16 says, and Peter, Simon Peter, whenever you hear the Bible referring Peter to his, back to his original name of Simon, there is a big issue, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, now watch this, thou art the Christ, he didn't say thou art Jesus. Because Jesus is the, is, is the name that was given as a result of interpretation of scripture. Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art what? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, listen to Jesus himself answered. And they are, now we see the, the Bible translated, and they say, and Jesus answered. They didn't now say, the, This person who was revealed is the Christ. Answered, but the people on addressing Jesus. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar Jonah. He didn't even say that one, Peter. Blessed are you, Simon Bar Jonah. He's addressing him by his original name to say, You are just a human being. You are just, you're not even Peter, because even I called you Peter, but you still don't even understand. Even though you came to me as Simon Bar Jonah, but I, I promoted you, I called you Peter. I gave you a new name, which was supposed to, to take you to my to the same, say, which I thought I was, my, my position was you an understanding of me, you know who you are following, so I called you Peter. But now, I can tell you now, that, that revelation has not even come to Peter. Peter was following me, he did not even know who was he following. But Christ, him, the Almighty God, my Father, has had to come to Simon, the original one. Simon by Jonah, the son of Jonah. Because the flesh and the blood is not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Which means what Peter did that day, he was he 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 he, he opened his mouth to say something from Revelation. What he said is not what he believed, is not what he knew, because it was revelation. That was revealed to him. That means from that day onwards, all the disciples who had this revelation, you see, the disciples were so privileged to have, to have been there when Peter received this revelation, when Simon Barjona received this revelation, which means their understanding of him from that moment onwards should have changed dramatically because it was given to them by revelation. So the question was, who do people say I am? And who do you say that I am? The question to the church today is, who is Christ to you? 
The question I'm addressing as a prophet of God and a servant of God to the church of God, Agape, the real Agape that's listening to me is, who is he to you? Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, Yeshua Hamashiach, and to address this question, it is easy to follow someone and not know who they really are. So Jesus, the Christ, because that's how he was introduced, the Holy Spirit says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. By revelation, that was a revelation that is close to him as Yeshua Hamashiach. He says, so Christ wanted to settle this matter with his disciples. He knew that it's easy for people to follow someone when they don't even know who the person is. So Christ, the Messiah, he wanted to settle this matter with his disciples, with his followers. Many people to this day, they've got followers on Facebook, they followers on Twitter, followers on Instagram, followers wherever they have, they are copying the scriptures because Christ said, follow me. So they also want to have followers. But the followers don't really know who the, the person they are following. They just follow. Christ wanted to settle this matter with his disciples. He knew that if they knew him peripherally, I'm going to show you three levels of knowledge. There is what you call peripheral knowledge, BK. This is based on hearsay. You follow someone because of what they say. You follow someone because of what other people have said to you. You can follow or not follow because of what people have said on WhatsApp, what's said on Facebook, what's said on social media. It's hearsay knowledge. It's called peripheral knowledge. For so many people came to surgery. Those days I was working hard from 9 o'clock in the morning to 3 a.m. in the morning, working for people who knew me peripherally because they were told by others that is a prophet of God in Scotland. They were coming in their thousands. It was peripheral knowledge. Some people say he's this, some people say he's a prophet. But when I was called Tayabuzo Funzila, Tayabuzo Funzila, because they thought I was a prophet of the John Master Wekai. That's what they had been told. They would be told, they have no Funzila, I go go, and Tayabuzo Funzila, they would come and they would say that to me, so I was very surprised. So many people came to me and said something. They had peripheral knowledge. But thank God, when they would come in, it was in the process that they would get to know something else. God is a good God. Touch yourself and say, do I have peripheral knowledge? Peripheral knowledge is when you follow someone on the basis of what other people say. On the basis of what you've heard other people say. The second level of knowledge for the sake of time is called DPK, direct personal knowledge. So we've moved from PK to DPK. You didn't you are not just following him, they were not just following Christ because of what they heard. People can follow someone because they know him personally. He has done things for you that you cannot dispute. Direct personal knowledge. You have your own personal miracles and stories that came as a result of direct personal contact with him. Direct personal knowledge. He has taught you things that no one else has taught you before. Personally. Direct personal knowledge. He has brought to you a knowledge of God that you didn't have before. That's direct personal knowledge. You know God better because of his direct teachings and instructions to you. 
direct personal knowledge. Direct personal knowledge. Christ was asking them, you have peripheral knowledge? I don't want your answer. Your first answer was peripheral knowledge. What other people are saying? I want you to have... So let me see if we at least you have TPK. What stories can you tell me? What is it that you can tell me yourself? So you hear people sing, they sing, Jesus is mine, I know him by miracles. Yes, they know him by miracles. They know him by stories, testimonies, personal testimonies. That's good. It's good to know him by miracles. But it's not good enough. Direct personal knowledge. You know that you have benefited directly from his personal counsel. That's direct personal knowledge. Are you able, as you stand there, to say you have DPS about the person you are following? Are you able to stand there and say I'm DPK about the person? So Christ wanted to settle this matter. He knew that people can follow someone when they don't know the person. And it's very dangerous to do that. They didn't have, their first answer showed that they didn't have DPK. They did not say you have done this to me, you have done this to me, I know you, you have done They didn't say that. Yet they followed him, he gave there the ones, remember when they're not there, when the story of the of, of the feeding of the five thousand happened, the miracle happened, they, when they're not there, they also ate of the bread and they left it, they even left the eggs, they left over, they left the leftovers. But them, it was just a story. They didn't have their own personal issue. They saw they they were there when Patamias was 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 restored to sight. They witnessed they witnessed all these stories. Hallelujah. They were just moving along with him, going around with him. He was doing all these things. The Bible says Christ went about doing good, healing the sick, delivering them. And they were just clapping hands, saying hallelujah, hallelujah. So he says to them, you are following me. Who do you say that I am? They would sing. They would give a testimony. He was looking for them to say something even better than that. Not just say, we hate They say this. They say you are this. They say you are that. At least one of them would have said that. They didn't even have direct knowledge. Mm -hmm. But I want to say to you that even yourself, as someone, as you are following your father, I believe those who are here right now, even those who are not hearing me, there are people who can say, at least I know I have got TPK, I have got direct personal knowledge. I have got my own stories. I have got my own testimonies of what the servant of God has done in my life. You must have your own story, your own testimony. Christ wanted to settle this issue with his people who were following him. If Christ on WhatsApp, if he was on Facebook, if he was on Instagram, we would want to know who of his followers. We would ask this question. Who do you say that I am? So when you have direct personal knowledge, hear me, House of Judah, you are able to stand. Your own testimony will help you to stand. Mm -hmm. When the storms come, your own testimony, your own story will help you to what? Stand. Hallelujah. But now there is, we move on to level number three. Remember levels, guys. There are levels, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a joke, there are levels. <laughs> Now we go to what you call RK, revelatory knowledge. Revelatory knowledge. Do you know Christ because of what other people have said about him? Do you know him because you have got your own personal stories and testimonies of him being in your life? Or do you know him by revelation? Mm. Revelatory knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, is the best form of knowledge. Mm. It is the best form of knowledge. It incorporates the three, the other two. 
you know what they say about him you know what they have, what he also has done to you personally but you have got your and you have your own personal testimonies personal stories as direct personal knowledge but above all ladies and gentlemen above all the almighty god himself through ruach adonai through ruach hakodesh is revealed to you who he is ladies and gentlemen this is not just about christ this is about leadership because every leader is a follower and every follower follows someone so the question is, Christ wanted to settle this matter, to say, yes, you are, you are following me. Some, some were following the Pharisees, some were following the Sadducees, some were following him. So he said, oh, you that are following me, who do you say that I am? Do you know me? Until we got this level number three, which is revelatory knowledge. Only Peter, Simon, Bar, Jonah received the revelatory knowledge. And he released. The good thing is, he didn't just keep quiet. There's someone who knows they are for the person they are following. There's someone who will know by revelation. And that's someone who tried to share with others to say, look guys, this person is not just what you see on the front. He's yeah. not just what you see on the surface. There's always someone within the team who has revelatory knowledge. And I want to thank God that those of you who are listening today, the person you are following, even Christ, even Peter, even Paul, said, follow me as I follow Christ. When people have revelatory knowledge about the person they are following, nobody, nothing will shake them. Revelatory knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, is the knowledge that will make you to stand and to withstand. There's a difference. Let me say that again. Revelatory knowledge is the knowledge that will help you and make you to stand, number one, and to withstand any weather. There's a difference between standing and withstanding. Direct personal knowledge can help you to stand. But unless you receive revelatory knowledge, you will fall soon. Because only when you have revelatory knowledge, you are able to withstand. Which means the enemy can bring storms. He can bring light rain. It will not move you. He then changes his mind and says, no, I don't think this is working. Let me bring a storm in this life. Let me shake him. Let me shake her by bringing a storm. But because you have revelatory knowledge, even that storm will not will help you to withstand. What it means withstanding? It means the storm can come and shake and shake. Others can be shaken away, but you will not only stand, but you will withstand even the storm. And by his tactic, the enemy never gets tired. The enemy never takes a break, as you know. The enemy never says, oh, we've done this one too much. We've tormented this person too much. We've texted too much to her. We've texted too much to him. We've sent too many messages. Let's stop it. Let's just give it a break. No. If they see, realize that they failed with this tactic, they say, okay, the storm did not work. Let's bring a hurricane. The weather will change tactic. Let's bring a hurricane. And the person who has got direct personal knowledge and the person who has got revelatory knowledge, the hurricane will come and he or she will not only stand but will withstand. Then the weather will change again and say, okay, when we, when we brought a storm, this person stood and remained standing. Or now we brought a hurricane, this person stood and remained standing. Now let's come back even stronger. Let's bring a tornado. Let's bring a 
a tsunami. Let's bring a tsunami. Let's come this way. Let's, they are always bringing different tactics. They are always messaging in a different way. They are always coming in a different way. You know why? Because they think that maybe if you withstood the storm, you will not withstand the hurricane. If you withstood the hurricane, you will not withstand the tornado. If you withstood the tornado, maybe you will not withstand the, the, the tsunami. But I will tell you, those who have revelatory knowledge, who will withstand no matter what was the pattern. Like a pillar. I've been writing about pillars. The book is now ready. We thank God. I've finished it now. It's just now at the stage where it's going to the printers. I pray that very soon you have a copy. A pillar can not only stand, but it withstands any weather pattern. The weather will bring different weather patterns against the house or against the temple of God. But I can tell you the reason why a pillar stands is because it not only stands, but it withstands, withstands all weather patterns. The building can become ruins, but the pillars will still be standing. Because they don't just, with, they don't just stand. They withstand. And they withstood. And you know what? They also stand the test of time. That's another message for another day. Standing the test of time. Because time will test you as well over time. You think maybe after a year, maybe after three months. That's another story. Let me not direct I bet. That's another teaching for another day. Who do you say that I am? Jesus Christ wanted to settle this matter with those who were following him. Christ had followers too, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So it's not Justin, Justin Bieber who has got his followers and they are called the believers. Yeah. Those who follow but Justin Bieber, they are called the believers. Yeah. Taking the word of God for granted like that because he knows that those who are following Christ are supposed to call the believers. Mm -hmm. So he now says, okay, I'm just this big, I'm a big guy. So those who follow me are, are my believers. And, and for sure, those who follow him, those who follow Justin Bieber, they are proud to be called believers. Can you imagine? The Bible is teaching us here from this revelatory knowledge that those who have read, those who have revelatory knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, they are God. That's why when the Bible says, those who know they are God, they shall do exploits. You know which level of knowledge is talking about? Those who know they are God shall do exploits. This is revelatory knowledge, not just knowledge about God. People who, there are many people who know about God, but they don't know God. Until you get to revelatory knowledge, Things will come and shake you away. Hey, 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 Christ asks his disciples, You are following me, you've been with me day and night. Who do you say that I am? They could not answer. Which means, ladies and gentlemen, they were following him for years. For years they were following. He was in, he was in ministry for three years. When he asked me, when he asked this person, he was nearly two and a half years into ministry. But they still could not answer him. They did not know him. They were following him with, with no knowledge. That's why, watch this now. Let's go to John chapter 6. Can you read John chapter 6? It's a whole interesting chapter, the whole chapter 6. But for the sake of time, let's write, just read from verse 61 to 69. When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? What? And if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before, it is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit, 
and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said, unto you, said I unto you, that no man can come unto me, except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Now comes the red crunch. Having been asked that question before, they answered for others. To show you that even though they got that revelatory knowledge through the mouth of Peter, if you read the whole chapter of 26, you find that Jesus Christ was now trying to reveal himself more to them so that they could have better understanding. This is the chapter where he talked about himself as the bread of life. This is the chapter where he talked about himself as the living bread. This is the chapter where he talked about himself, you know, as he was basically talking about the communion. We are talking about that he who is my friend, my flesh, and drinks my blood, who will dwell, who I will dwell with him, and he will be with me. He was revealing himself as the bread of life, as the wine of life. He was revealing himself as the giver of life. He was he was saying, "Let me let let me make my disciples understand that to try and clarify that revelation." But the Bible says, even as he was teaching them. He could see that they were even getting offended. The Bible says before that, you say, as he was teaching this, the Bible says in verse 59, these things said he in the synagogue. You are teaching in the synagogue. As he taught in Capernaum, he was teaching that when there were many people there, the synagogue was full, including his disciples who were there. And by this time, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, he was nearly two and a half years into ministry. He had many, many followers. He had thousands and thousands and millions of followers who were following him now. Then the Bible says in 60, many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this thing, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And they left. Now, when verse 6, one now says, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples, remember, you can this, even those who, who spoke openly, they spoke openly and they left. But the twelve, even among themselves, they were memorying and Jesus preached Zoomology, baby. Mm. Then he addressed their memory in their heart of hearts. You are not Peter, or James, the Jameses, the, the Johns, and the, the, the twelve. They were memorying in their hearts quietly. The, the very same men they are following. And then he asked them, he says, does this offend you? Are you offended? When I'm trying to bring further revelation to you so that you understand that I'm the bread of life. I'm the living waters. I'm, when I'm trying to bring revelation to you so that, so that you can understand the revelation about my revelation. He said, what I'm going to do now when you shall see the Son of Man ascend up in heaven. And then he says something very important in verse 63. It is the spirit that quickened, which means unless the spirit of God is in you, you will not have revelatory understanding. And he says, the, the flesh profit is nothing, which means if you just follow me from flesh, if you just follow me from what people understand, what people say about me, you will have no understanding of me. Mm -hmm. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. 
You need to understand this. That's what you are now saying there. You are saying, unless you receive this in the spirit, unless you have got revelatory knowledge, you just follow me like anyone. He even says, but some of you don't believe what I say. You've not believed. That's verse 64. He actually said it. Some, but there are some of you that believe not. Yet they were there. They were, they were pounding themselves among the disciples. But they're not believing. And he went on to say, Therefore I say unto you, that no man can come unto me, except it is given to him by my father. Ah, and then the Bible says, From that time, many of his disciples went away and walked no more with him. Many of his disciples left him that day. And they walked over with him from that day. If he had now 6,000 followers or a million followers, they all left. And you know what the Bible says here? He was only left with the 12. Can you imagine? He has built church for all these years. There were now so many followers. He was now feeling steady. People were following him. But up to that point, when he was now two and a half years, the rest of the church goes away and he only left with the 12. <laughs> Then Jesus addressed the very same. That I'm not worried about the numbers. I want the quality. He then says to them, okay, I'm not bothered. Then he says to them in verse 67, will you also go away? Because he says, I cannot, I don't have any business. I don't want people who just follow me without understanding, without revelation. Because things will come. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, as long as you are following somebody who is following God, mm -hmm. things will come to shake your standing. And unless you have revelatory knowledge, you'll be shaken. So what's happening in the church of God is not new. So when someone comes and says, Oh, I'd happy you were so many, now you're only a few. It happened to Jesus. Oh. It happened to the very Son of God. That is the millions and the millions who were following him. The Bible says, one day they all went wara, 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 wara. They went away. And the Bible says they walked no more with him. Which means if they had his number, they deleted it from their contacts. If they had his email address, they deleted it from his account and they blocked him. They walked no more with him. If you met with him in the streets and said, you are the one who was, they would say, no, I've never followed that man. I don't know him. You you tell me, I didn't know if you know, I don't even know what I was doing. I, didn't know, I, I don't even know what's wrong with him when I was following him. That's what they would say to people. And Jesus remained with, imagine, imagine just imagine the picture. That they were now thousands and upon thousands of people who were following the Lord by that time. But because he was now trying to explain the revelation, to have the revelation revealed, people began to walk away. The church, the many thousands left there, and only the twelve remained. And then he says, will you also go away? And again, the very same Peter. And he says again, Simon Peter, not just Peter. The rest, the other 11 were quiet. Because, why were they quiet? Because they were not sure whether they should go or they should stay. <laughs> but then Simon Peter, they should thank God. Thank God, thank God the agape if you have a Simon Peter in the midst. Thank God the real agape if you have someone who says, guys, I know this man from Revelation. I know him. I thank God and I believe that the people that I'm talking to today are the people who can say, I'm here today because I got Revelation of who this person is. 
I don't just know him by miracles because many people came and you can talk of miracles. I can mention one person after another. Miracles and miracles happened in their life. The testimonies of what happened, but you're just direct personal knowledge with no revelation. They're going out with their miracles. The thing is, those people like that, they are out there, they are out there, but they are missing. They are missing the miracles. Yeah. They wish they could come back, but pride keeps them away. So in verse 6, chapter 6 of John, we see those who stand and those who withstand. The mountain is gone, but will you also go away? I will tell you now that everyone with peripheral knowledge will be swept away when the storm comes. I will tell you now that the majority of the people with the DPS, DPK, direct personal knowledge, will go away when storms come. But while they are out there, they will privately miss him. They will privately miss the prophet. They will privately wish they would be back with him. They will privately wish and wish and wish privately. But pride will keep them away. But I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that all those with RK, Revelatory knowledge will remain standing because revelatory knowledge gives you ability and power not only to stand but, ladies and gentlemen, to withstand. Revelatory knowledge will give you power not only to stand but to withstand. So, again, God brings revelation to, to Peter. And how what does Peter says? I like the answer. Then Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, now you see now, he's, he's now using the revelation he had from before. He didn't say Jesus. He said, Lord, to whom shall we go? That's the first person. Mm-hmm. I want someone who can say to someone, hey, where can we go? I believe that the people who are listening to me today are the ones who you were persuaded to leave. You were persuaded to go and leave. I'm sure you were like, Peter, God, where can I Where shall I go? And he says, you have the words of eternal life. What revelation. And he went on to say, thankfully, God bless him, he was now speaking on behalf of others. He says, and we believe. And I said to you, don't be buried. Remember, I've taught you before. Don't hide in the way. You must have your own direct personal knowledge, your own revelatory knowledge. But Peter, God bless him, he's, he served the day for the other eleven. And he says, not only do we not have anywhere else to go, not only do we know that you have the words of eternal life, but we believe and are sure, my God. And somebody say, I believe and I'm sure. We believe and are sure that thou art that Christ. What that Christ I mentioned the other day. You are that Christ, the Son of the Living God. Ladies and gentlemen, know the one you believe. Know the one you believe. Know the one you believe. But you need to have at least this three. You need to have knowledge of what they are saying because knowing what they are saying will also help you. But it's not going to be good for you. You need to have your own direct personal knowledge, which is linked and connected to revelative knowledge. When you have these two in particular, you are standing and you will stand anything. And I thank God for my grace of God that today I'm speaking to people. Those who are listening to me right now are the ones, I believe, who God has given level number three. 
I believe that's the reason why you are still standing with me today is you know, you know, not just from testimonies or stories of other people, not even just from testimonies of your own stories because you have a lot, but you have received revelatory knowledge of the person you are following. And you can speak like Peter and say, we believe and assure that thou art that person. And now Peter was saying, we need to know this Christ. And I'm saying the same thing to you. Who is he to you? Are you able to speak like Peter did and say, I'm sure and I believe that thou art the Messiah. Thou art that Christ, the son of the living God. When you have revelatory knowledge about the Lord, when you have revelatory knowledge about this Messiah I've been teaching you about, you will stand any storm. You will stand any weather. Because you don't just know him because the Bible says Jesus Christ. You don't just know him because of the preacher. You know him because of revelation. I will tell you now, if I didn't have if I didn't know him by revelation, I wouldn't be here today. If I didn't know him by revelation, I wouldn't be preaching, I wouldn't be sharing with you today. I would have been mended paralysis. Because that's the word, that's what the world wants me to do. That's what the world wants me to do. The world doesn't want me to release what is in me. Because I keep standing, what keeps me standing and withstanding is because I have direct personal knowledge and above all, I have revelatory knowledge of the one that called me. Who is Christ to you? Who is he to me? That very same person who he is to me is the one I have taught to you. Did I ever teach you to go and worship other gods? Did I ever teach you to worship other other demons or other other spirits? I have taught you what I have known. I have taught you to worship this Jesus Christ that I have known, this man that I have known who has appeared to me, who is man and God, who has appeared to me in many ways. I have taught you what I know, not what I have. He is to me. I know who he is to me. I will tell you, and I've said it before, I met God before I met a preacher. I'll say that again. I met God before I met a preacher. So I know him by revelation. Number two, God appeared to me before a preacher did. I'll say that again. God appeared to me before any preacher did. So I know him by revelation. That's what makes me to withstand. Even if you throw me under the sea, I will not worship him because I've met him. Even if you throw me in the ditch, I will not worship him because I've known him by revelation. God spoke to me before a preacher did. No, but when you follow me, you are following someone who you know from revelation because you know that the man you are following has met with God. Mm. God, I say this a second, third time. God, I met God before I met a preacher, number one. God appeared to me before a preacher did, number two. God spoke to me before any preacher did, number three. Some of you know of many of my stories, some of my stories, even from when I was in grade one, imagine. I've shared with you that one story. When I was coming from grade one, I was coming from school. I was just a grade one pupil. No preacher to preach to me about Christ. I didn't know anything. But he appeared to me in the passion of the Christ story, that whole story which you watched in the movies. I got the movie before you did. He gave me the whole movie to a great one child who was coming from great one. It was a hot, sunny day in October. It was hot, very hot, but I was sweating. I sweated and I cried like never before. I cried like never before when he showed me how he died on the cross, when he showed me his wounds, when he showed me all that story of, of him dying on the cross, that was stuff. I was like, what is this? Why am I killing this person? And he showed up to me when I was in great one. I met God before I met him. Hallelujah. As a shepherd boy, I used, uh, to I used to preach to trees when I was in the bush looking after cattle. 
There's a shepherd boy. I used to preach, and people used to laugh at me. I used to preach the truth. I think you heard some of my brothers telling these stories. As a young man, I used to go into the water and pretend to be baptizing people. I think you heard my brother say that. They used to laugh at me because I would go into the Tishinaita We used to do that in the village. You know, there was a pool where they would drink, and everyone, the boys would go to this pool, and the girls would go to this pool. And I was with the boys, of course, to the pool. So we'd be digitaring, you know, bakucharing, and doing that, swimming the, the African way. And we are praying, but then I would suddenly find myself going to the corner, and I'm doing that thing. And people would say, What are you doing? And I'm saying, I was saying, I'm baptizing people. I was in bed too. They were like, they, was, they thought I was crazy. They said, what do you mean you're baptizing people? You see, you're doing that. I said, I'm baptizing, I'm baptizing people in Christ. Because every time I saw water, every time I played in water, I would see images. I would see a vision of myself baptizing people. I met God before I met a preacher. God appeared to me before any preacher did. God spoke to me before any preacher did. My mother... Told me, she told some stories. She witnessed many things with me, on me, and in me from the day I was born. And up to now, she's got a diary. I hope I can find that diary. She's got a diary. She's talking about. She wrote many things about me because she was very surprised. And her sisters, her relatives, relatives around her, and my brother and my father, they used to say to them about me, you shown right? That's what that's the only way they could say, and I don't You know why they were saying that? Because I would just suddenly find because I didn't have the, the wisdom yet to deal with things. Because God showed me Zuma all the time. What mining was doing yesterday, what uncle was doing, and I just suddenly sometimes just say it openly. And then they'll say, Ah, I'm gonna run by One day I was one of my miners and we hit them in the field out there. Thankfully, it has the two of us. And then I remember, she will not forget this, but I remember I said something was more the time. She was very shocked by the things that I said to her. She was like, What? Hallelujah. Who is Christ to you? Who is he to me? When I went to Scotland for the first time, if God was giving me some, I would just smallage people. I would just prophesy their lives without knowing. Just I would meet with that person and God shows me who the person is. God will show me things about the person. And I will share. And you know, people of Scotland, they say to me, they would read, they would say to people, watch that man, he reads people's minds. Yeah. That's what they were saying in Scotland. As far as they are concerned, I was reading their minds. Because they were saying, how does he know what I did yesterday? How does he know what happened to me last week? How does he even know what I'm thinking right now? This man reads people's minds. Yes, I would see people like, like, like ice cream. Like, like you, you know, penny cooler, I used to call it. That's the way I used to see it when I used it in Zimbabwe. Because I could see, like, you can see, the, 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 the center clause, as you call it, the drink is covered in a plastic. It's things is covered. But I could see through it. Yes, I could see a human being like a center clause. And it used to tap on me because I was like, ah, a human being thinks they are clothed. They have got a suit on. But to me, the suit is just like the plastic covering the center clause. One person was very surprised. many stories, one of many. One person who was an evangelist in the church was very surprised. The first thing that I, that, I, that, that I said to them when they came into the church, I was like, you have, you have this operation, the operation is on this point, and it's like this, like this, and it happened on this day, and this bothering you, it's troubling you. And that person, that operation was a secret to them. And she was like, how did you know this? I said, God, you're showing me just now. So I'll say to you, even if the whole world says God does not exist, I cannot agree, ladies and gentlemen, because I've met with him. He has appeared to me, and he continues to do so. He has spoken directly to me, and he continues to do so. 
That's why my prayer has been and remains, oh my God, be as real to my children as you are to me. You've heard me, you've heard me say you so many times. I hope that God will give you a revelatory understanding of that prayer I've been making ever since. Be as real to them as you are to me. That's exactly what Christ was saying to the disciples that followed him. He was basically saying the same thing. Be as real to these guys who follow me as you are to me. So they can follow me with revelatory understanding. Many had levels, only one and two of me. So the majority had level one only. Many knew me, but they knew they knew me as a man of God, but they never knew me, or they never knew or sought to know the God of the man. Preachers told me that he was Jesus, but he himself told me that he was not Jesus. Preachers told me that he was Jesus of Nazareth, but he said to me, do not localize me. I'm not a Nazarene. I'm not of Nazareth. Yes, it may be written in the Bible, but just lying because the preacher, the, the, the demons, and the people who were speaking at the time, they identified him with Nazareth. Just because a person who was sick said, Jesus of Nazareth. In fact, one of the statements was said by the demons, they said, Jesus of Nazareth. They were saying, what have you got to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? It was the demons who said, who, who identified him as a Nazareth. They were trying to localize him to Nazareth. But people, just because it is written in the Bible, they also don't have revelation. You need revelation knowledge for him. One day I was also praying. Because the preacher told me. So I was praying like that. I was praying, oh, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth. I'll tell you there are so many stories. But when I was praying one day in Scotland in the mountain, he beat my mouth three times. Something beat my mouth three times. When I was saying, Jesus of Nazareth, I was like, what? Ah, and I went to pray again. Jesus of Nazareth, Pam! second time. And I was like, what is this? Same time I'm going, I'm praying, Jesus of Nazareth, and this was more painful. He beat my mouth because I was saying Jesus of Nazareth. He says, from this day onwards, don't call me Jesus of Nazareth. I'm not, I know you're talking to me, but you're not talking about me. You're not, you're not, you should talk to me and about me. I am not a Nazarene. I'm not of Nazareth. I am the savior of the world. That's John 3, 16 for you there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son who was being referred to by Peter. The son of the living God. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is his mission. That is what he was sent for. And someone wants to localize him to Nazareth. When the preacher told me he was Jesus, he told me to address him as Jesus the Christ at that time. You see, God deals with you step by step, level by level. The church was only talking about Jesus. The church was talking there till to this day. They still preach. We pray in the name of Jesus. They still at that level. No. But you know me, I was the first preacher to come and say to the church, no, no longer pray in the name of Jesus. Because this is name Jesus. The devil is a legalist. Because there are so many people, he has allowed people to call their children Jesus as well. And God gave me this revelation. I never forget that day when I was praying with St. Andrews. When he appeared to me, showing me the meaning of, of uh, Ephesians chapter 6, where he says, we wrestle not against blood, but against principalities and powers, and the spiritual wickedness in high places, which means spiritual wickedness was explained to me as little Jesus. There were so many little demons in the atmosphere, in the spiritual. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power and spiritual wickedness. Where? Not on earth, but in the high places. They are there to show me that it was an unbelievable revelation. He showed me so many little demons, so many little Jesus, which are waiting up in the heavens, in the sky. Because they know that your prayers must reach beyond that and go to heaven where Christ is. Right now, through the Holy Spirit, we will take them to him. 
But of course, you are praying in Jesus' name. The Bible showed me that day. God showed me that day by revelation. But the devil is a legalist. So he gives a lot. And I think some of you know, even on paper, there are some footballers called Jesus. In fact, one of the days soon after I got that revelation, I was I, I, I went to Ireland. I was a professor then at the university. I was no, I was actually a student in the university. And then I went to give a, a presentation as a student at a, at a conference of academics in Ireland. In Dublin, and I met one of the professors there was called Jesus to confirm the revelation I had received the week before. So I was, I, I, I did my presentation, and Jesus was asking me questions. When Professor Jesus put his presentation, I was also asking him questions. And so he told me that people, the devil, so when you are praying in the name of Jesus, all these little demons with the name of Jesus, they are taking the prayers because they, you are praying in their name. That's why a lot of people pray when Jesus when he explained the scripture, it was revelation was saying, You pray and this people didn't understand what that means. People are praying out there, praying, 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 but their prayers are not being heard because they are praying and this. They don't even understand what that means. They need to have revelatory understanding of that statement. So a lot of their prayers are being taken by Jesus, but it's not the Jesus they want. They are ending there in the sky somewhere. Spiritual wickedness in the high places. He's taking their prayers because you are praying in the name of Jesus. So he said to me, no, from today, if you want to get breakthrough, you pray in the name of Jesus the Christ. Because this little Jesus, none of them can ever identify as the Christ. And so, when God came, that's when miracles, there were people were telling me, what's your secret? What's your secret? I was like, I don't have any secret. Because when I prayed for people, people were now coming to me in their houses, and the miracles were happening. You know why? That's the secret I'm telling you now. I'm the only one who began to pray in the name of Jesus the Christ. And God began to bring breakthrough after breakthrough for his people. Miracles and signs and wonders were happening everywhere. I don't have any message. I'm not holding on to anything else in my life except this one. This Christ who revealed himself to me. You know, as he moved on, he takes me in levels. You know my levels are called my eyes. Then after that, he then says, no, I'm going further. Mm -hmm. I'm taking you yonder. And after teaching the whole world and the church, that you don't pray in the name of Jesus, you pray in the name of Jesus the Christ. And some of you will remember when I went on a crusade worldwide teaching that. And I remember when I was in America, one of the people who used to come and listen to me, one of the preachers from another church was trying to contest with me, saying, why are you saying this? A man of God in court contested me to say I should not teach what I was teaching. He didn't like me to talk about Jesus the Christ. He said to me, bringing confusion to the church. Even people in the church, one, he came to listen. I was sent by the enemy. So he then come to me after I finished preaching. Towards the end of, at the end of the service, you know, people come, someone, someone do it to say that it was me in the church. So he came as if to greet me. Then he made this comment. Then I said to him, Sir, you go and pray to this Jesus, the Christ, and he will give you an answer. I said to him, from today, if you stop praying to Jesus, and start praying to Jesus, the Christ, you will tell me if your story will not be different. And I can tell you, maybe some of you were not there when the testimony, people in, in America will know this story. Two years later, this same man of God came, when I was preaching in New York, New Jersey, and he testified to this story. He said, I have he had never met anyone who had told him the truth like that. And he says, this man, the world needs to hear him because he has got a word that the world doesn't have. 
He began to tell his story. He told the story in the church. He said, this is what happened to me when I heard him preach the first day. I was very confused. I was like, all my teaching, I went to Bible school, I went this and that. I never heard anyone say, don't call him Jesus, Jesus. Don't call him Jesus of Nazareth. But when I spoke, just those two minutes, I spoke to him directly. Changed his life. So then what happened? From Jesus Christ, he then says, you are doing well. He then progressed me further. He told me his real name. He said, he introduced himself to me one day when I was praying in St. Andrews. He says, my name, do you know my name? I said, yes, I know your name is Jesus Christ. He says, okay, that's my title. I am Yeshua Amasiah. He takes me in levels. He now introduced himself to me. Now it is my duty, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce his real name to the world. That's why the enemy is trying to silence me. That's why the enemy does not want the world to hear the message clearly. I am supposed to introduce to the world Yeshua HaMashiach. As I had already started to bring, I had only, only just started to talk about this when the enemy rose up again. Yeah. Because he does not want this to be heard. People are not supposed to know him by revelation. The enemy does not want people who know by revelation. He wants people who know from just his story, little things here and there. So that if anything happens, they are easily pushed away. But you are blessed, ladies and gentlemen, that as you follow me, I don't know him just from what somebody else said. I know him by revelation. You need to know when you follow someone, you need God to give you revelation. That is why the scripture that you all know, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20, you know it. You can even sing it by God. But to avoid singing it by God, in case there's someone like me who does not know what it says. Let's read it. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. Now listen to this. That the, the Spirit of God had to enter the man of God, the man called Jehoshaphat. If you read before that, you see how the Spirit of God was behaving, was behaving in the church when they were praising God, like consistent with the message I shared with you last time. When they were giving God the praise, when they're entering his gates with the praise and thanksgiving, Spirit of God begins to bring revelation to the church. That's when he got this revelation. They were dancing, they were praising God, they were doing, they were in war. They, they won this battle without throwing a spear. It is the same chapter where God says, this battle is not yours. So when you do things the right way, you get things revelatory. You get revelation. So even the man who has began to prophesy and say, believe in the Lord your God. I want, I've said this so many times. Many preachers, I've heard many preachers preach on this verse. They misquote it. They say, believe in God. Believe in the prophets. Wrong. Zero. Zero. There are two things there. You must believe in God. This is what Christ was trying. This is what Christ was sent to the world, to the disciples. You are saying, when you believe me, you must also believe in God. I'm here so that you can believe in God. 
believe in the Lord your God. And what happens to you? You are established. You become a pillar. You are unmovable when you believe in this God. But for you to believe in God, you need a messenger. You need a prophet. And if you must have his God, you must know the God by revelation. Because there are some people who are preaching, but they know from what they learned at the Bible school. Yes, they were there for three years. They were taught to preach. Do you think if you are taught, if you go to Bible school for three weeks, for three years, even if you go to Bible school for three weeks, after three weeks, you think you are a great preacher. Now imagine after three years. They know him from what they learned in Bible school. But you need someone who has met him by revelation. Believe in the Lord your God. You are rooted. You are established. Somebody say, I mean, watch your Bible. It doesn't say believe in the prophet. This is where a lot of people make mistakes. Because those who are following me, they believed in me. Yet I was teaching. People were not listening to teaching. I was saying, no. This verse here. How many of you have let me teach this verse? So many times. But like someone, one of my sons said, that for all these years, you were preaching a PhD message to great one student. Because people, I was sharing these huge revelations week after week. But people, if you're just going through their heads, they would just come back. How many of you know? Conference after conference, get together after get together. You would go back home shaking your heads with the revelation. Conference, that's what the people out there are missing now. They are phoning, they are looking for me. They say, we missed the real word that we received from this man. They are now beginning to realize that, oh my goodness, it didn't matter what was I, whether I preached the day before, or no matter whether I speak yesterday. If I speak again today, you are like, wow, wow. Can anyone do like that and they are of the enemy? Can anyone receive such revelation of Christ? Can anyone receive such revelation like Yeshua Hamashiach? Can someone receive such? I'm the only, the first prophet in my knowledge who began to teach the world that no, don't pray in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus Christ. I was the first person to my knowledge to say that. And to my knowledge, I was the first prophet to say no, now we need to know. The world needs to know his real name. Yes, we've been praying all these years, but we want to know, we want to, God wants to progress his church further. I had just started to introduce, by the way, it's only the beginning. I had just started to introduce my Lord. I just started to talk about Yeshua Hamashiach when the enemy got very angry. But the message shall go to the world. Believe his prophets. You must believe. Believe the prophet. Believe. You must have at least one prophet to say, This one I believe what he says. But don't say, I believe in him. Don't believe in me. Believe in God. But you can believe me when you can believe the stories that how God appeared to me when I was in grade one. I used to preach it to the trees, and it's not me who told that. My brothers were saying it. Up to now, they tell them to think this boy was crazy because I met God before I met a priest. So people can believe. They believe. You can believe because of your own stories. Believe with the prophet. Now watch this. Your prosperity, your blessing is linked to the prophet. Because says, believe the prophet and he shall what? That's how God works. God raised a prophet in your life so that you continue to believe him, so that through him you believe in God. Through his teachings, his direction, his counsel, and his guidance, your belief in God is rooted. Ah, hey, I, 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 I like what I just said there. When you have the true prophet of God in your life, through believing him, your belief in God is established and is rooted. Amen. And that's the way it should be in that order. Amen. That's the reason why God raised the prophets. 
But not everyone is a prophet. Not everyone, not every preacher is a prophet. You need to have the calling of a prophet. In the same way, not everyone is a father. You need to have a calling. These things, it's not just to say I've decided to be one. Or to say, oh, someone is saying there are some people who went to pray there and they pray. In fact, the thing people don't know, the, the thing about Agape, Agape, you know, I have been talking about you, to you, about the pillars of the vision. You are the only ones now who are blessed to be, to know this, even through the epistle. They are the only this. But one of the secrets about this vision is that it's a prophetic vision, which means a prophetic vision can only be led by a prophet. So how can you appoint someone who is not even a prophet to lead a prophetic vision? Where are they going to take it? You, may, you can give them a title and call them archbishop. You can give them a title and call them apostle. But they are not a prophet. They have never been called by God to be one. So how can they lead a prophetic vision? Where are they going to take God's people? Because prophetic vision means you have direction. You have direction that is prophetically leaded. Prophetic leadership, direction and guidance. You can't just say because I was appointed. In fact, the same prophet appointed you commissioner or whatever. But he never said you are a prophet. This is what you need to know. You need to speak to follow Agape, this vision by revelation. And you are here today because you are standing and you are withstanding. You follow the prophet. Believe the prophet and you shall prosper. The prophet should do, when you the prophet you believe is the one who should lead you to God. Yeah. He helps you to be established in God. You don't know about him. You know him by revelation. Hallelujah. Your prophet should have my, my last message to the church again on the December in, in, in that um, um, that place there in uh, Nottingham on the December conference. And I was talking about a star. Everyone must have their own star. The star must lead you to the Lord. Everyone has their own prophet who, who they believe. Do you know this? Everyone, even the people who are attacking you, they have got their own prophet who believe. Some of them don't even have a prophet they believe. They just want to stop you from prophet following a prophet. Then you ask them, what about you? Which church you go to? Ah, we have stopped going to church. I don't believe these things anymore. Funny enough, someone who has stopped going to church wants you to stop following your prophet. Someone who has stopped going to church wants you to stop going to church. Can you follow such a person? You hear them posting, ah, me, I've stopped going to church. I can't continue to go to church because ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got all those stories. And so they want to preach to you. A person who is sitting at home Sunday after Sunday and you are busy reading the Bible. You are busy praying to God. That person phones you. That person sends you a message to stop following God. To stop being led by the prophet to God. To stop, to stop you. And you do listen to baby. Listen to this. Everyone has their own prophet who they believe for your own information. Yes. When you have your own prophet, stand by your prophet. Stand by your man. They said, I've met some man. The one who spoke to prophet Elias says, I, someone introduced me to this. He's some man. If you have your own prophet, that's why what is Second Chronicles 2020 20 saying, believe the prophet and you shall prosper. Believe in God and you are established. Yeah. Those who are from Zimbabwe, there are some people who believe in prophet Magandiwa. But there are also some people, you know, everyone is servant of God. You can read it on the, on the social media. There is all sorts of things that are negative that are being said by about him. But talk, say, try to say it to those people who believe him. They don't care that it's on social media. They don't care that it appeared in the newspaper they done that day before. They don't care because they follow their prophet. They believe their prophet. Yes. They buy him Mercedes Benz after Mercedes Benz. They say he's a, wow. that one is, is, is an old one. We want him to be a new one. They believe their prophet. Mm. Others in the same country, they don't believe Magadiwa, they believe Magaya. When they've got their own issues, they don't go to Magadiwa, they go to Magaya. Yes. Those who go to Magaya, they don't go to Magadiwa. 
Why? Scripture says, believe your prophet and you shall prosper. Amen. Those who follow Maguire, they know that their prosperity is linked to Maguire. They are those who believe T.P. Joshua is their prophet. Maguire is there, Makandua is there, but they don't go there, they go to T.P. Joshua all the way to Nigeria. Those who believe Ezekiel Kudis, the prophet, they go to Ezekiel Kudis, they don't go to Makandua, they don't go to Maguire. Yeah. People have their own prophet, and you have your own prophet, those who believe in Matandiwa, no matter what you say, no matter what they show, no matter what you show them on social media, they will not listen, because they believe You do the same. Prophet Bushiri, people can say a lot about Bushiri, this young man, but he's got millions of people following him, those who follow him, they call him Major One. Those who believe in Pastor Chris, they believe that is their servant. So everyone has got their own prophet. Those who believe in Pastor, yeah. they believe in him. People can say, "Oh, he had a divorce. Yeah, this thing happened. Yes, they call all sorts of stories."
Because I know that because you love me, you you believe that God called me, the reason why you are still standing. You believe by revelation, mm -hmm. not by what social media. Social media can say what it says. But those who have got revelatory understanding will stand and withstand. Mm -hmm. And I know in your heart of hearts, you will say whatever they are saying we are doing is little. They will attack you for doing this. They will attack you for sending a bomb to me. They will attack you for doing this. He will be saying, I wish that, in fact, what I'm sending to him, what we are sending him together, is we are sending him a month. We, he should be getting that per day. Because those who love their God, those who love their servants, those who love their prophets, I can tell you that they go crazy doing things for them mm -hmm. because they know that if they do these things for them, they are not just doing things for them. They believe that this is the servant of God. They are believing, they are doing it for their God mm -hmm. through their prophet. Amen. Because they know that their blessing is linked to the prophet. They do, that's, that's it for, for your information. That's Galatians 6 verse 9, which you know. You sing it, but you need to apply it properly. Galatians 6 verse 9. You know what it says? Do not be weary in well-doing. Many people miss that. They talk about the do not fail, but do not be weary because the enemy wants to weary you in doing good. You see, the enemy can attack you for even praying tithes. Dude, someone can come and say to you, why are you praying tithes? It's in the Bible. It's in scripture. I'm telling you. What the Bible says. You tell me you want me to listen to you and to listen to the Bible. That's what the funny people are trying to do. Don't pray tithes. Don't go to church. Ah. Scripture says, do not, do not withhold the, the you must, you must not stay at home. You must go to church and meet with others. And you are telling me to stay at home just because you are staying at home? Get behind me, Satan, you should tell them. Galatians 6, verse 9, you know it, you can read it again today. Understand that, don't worry, because the enemy is trying to weary you in doing things. But the Bible promises you that in due time, you shall reap your reward. As long as the man you are following is a prophet of God, God never disappoints. I have taught you before, as I teach about God and nothing else. I have never taught you about anything else apart, apart from this God of Israel, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And I told you what? I told you what is according to scripture. He is no man's debtor. Amen. In due time, he shall reward you. And he is rewarding you as you continue to stand with the prophet in your life. Believe the prophet and you shall prosper. Some people believe Trump. They call they are called Trumpers. He's not even a prophet of God. He claims to be a Christian, doesn't even go to church. He holds the Bible once in a while. But those who believe him, and you know what I'm saying, no matter what you can say about this guy, no matter what this, even if it's true, they don't care that it's true. I remember the other day said CNN were busy interviewing these people. And then they, they were saying, he's done this, he's saying this, he's done this all true. They said, yeah, it's true. He's, you know what they said? This, he's a human being. Mm. The CNN reporter was shocked to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a human being. But he's my leader. I follow him. He's a human being. His mistakes show that he's human like me. A person could not be persuaded from following him. They even in the fact, even in the process of them being shown evidence of what the man has said, and done which is wrong but the person said i don't care about that i believe his vision for me i believe his vision for america I, I, they believe they believe the guy so no matter what they can say you know this you know then we have the sad story of kanye west who is just following him because he says okay i am linked to this man he sees his prosperity linked to him and so he joins up and says, okay, I'm going to, he uses his, he's in this trap of trying to take away votes from the other guy. It's part of a strategy. But 
is because even Kanye West is a Trumper, he believes in Trump. So he agrees to be used in that way. Because he believes that if he wins, then my prosperity is bigger. Because next time, he's a businessman, remember? He's also a businessman. So I'm saying, it's happened even in the physical. People who believe in Trump, I told you about Justin Bieber. There are millions and millions of people who followed this guy. And who follow him to this day. No matter what they can say about Justin Bieber, his followers are going to follow him. So I'm saying, let us learn this lesson from the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. He asked his, his, his disciples, those who were following him day by day, I need to stop here now. But I believe you've got the message. The same question Christ asked is a very critical question for anyone who follows anyone. This is a universal message. Whether you are in Agape or you are not in Agape, whether you are in another church, if you believe someone, you must be strong in your belief of that person. Believe that person, that prophet of yours, stand with him. And your prosperity is linked to that prophet. That's scriptural. That's why Joseph said in 2 Chronicles 20.20, he was just quoting scripture. He was basically confirming scriptures. Believe in the Lord your God. That's my message to you. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall prosper. But you shall be established. Believe through the prophet that God has given to you. Believe the prophet and you shall prosper. Christ was saying to them, he says, yes. Who do people say that I am? They answer. But in court, he finished by saying, no, 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 no. You can answer for others. But I want you to tell me yourself. Who do you say that I am? I pray that you follow this, this, this Yeshua Hamashiach. Now you follow him by revelation. Because the one who you are following, the one who is leading you, the prophet who is leading you, follows him by revelation. So my, the revelation I have becomes your revelation. That's why from today, you start sharing. You'll be, you'll be sharing Bible studies. You'll be sharing online. You'll be sharing the next Sunday service. You'll be expurgating on what I've shared with you so you can have revelatory understanding. And you begin to even reflect on your own knowledge of the prophet in your life. Ask yourself, how do, do I know him? Do I know him by hearsay, peripheral knowledge? Do I know him by TPK, direct personal knowledge? I have testimonies, my own stories. But then you ask yourself to get further. TPK is good. But do I have referential knowledge of the prophet of God in my life? That's what Christ wanted for the people who were following him. And me as his follower, say, follow me as I follow Christ. Christ said to me, I should ask the church the same thing. You should follow your prophet by revelation. You should follow, and when you have revelation, nobody, nothing will move you. No storm, no tsunami, no tornado will move you. Glory be to the Lord. So he's asking, he's asking you today, this very same Christ who asked the disciples, he's asking me to ask you today, who do you say that he is? Who is Christ to you? Who is he to you? What is he to you? Do you know him? Because of what they have said? Do you know him because the preacher said he is this? Or do you know him by revelation? Mm -hmm. And I am saying to you from today, I want you to know my Lord. I want you to know Yeshua HaMashiach, whom I follow, who speaks to me every day. I want you to know him by revelation. Because when you know him by revelation, nobody will shake you. Nobody will move you from following this God of Agape. People sing about the God of Agape in another court. They don't even know this God. They know not about the God of Agape, but they don't know the God of Agape. How 
you shall stand and watch what happened when he stood when he eventually came back to himself and he was like no man this is the man of god this is the one i said he's the christ the son of the living god and he remembered yes. his, they remembered his word and he said wait for me carry me in jerusalem if they remember and so together everyone else and they, they, go, they went what is now called the upper room they were in one room they gathered there and what happened the holy ghost came upon them and watch what happened to the same peter where he said i don't know him because the bible jesus christ had promised him that i will pray for you that your faith will not fail and when you ask when you ask when you have been converted you shall strengthen the brethren see what it did from chapter 2 onwards he strengthened the brethren in a powerful way. He began to preach with boldness. He was not fire afraid anymore. Believe the prophet and you shall prosper. May God strengthen you, people of God. Christ asked the same question for his disciples. And I'm asking the same question to you. Two, sorry, two things about that question. Who is Christ to you? I want you to believe this Christ. Believe in this Christ. Believe in this God. Believe in this Yeshua Hamashiach. And you are established. You are rooted. No tsunami. No, no, nothing on social media. No one will say anything that will uproot you from this God that I've introduced to you. Believe in the Lord of God and you shall be established. Believe this prophet to you because through him you are getting to know God better and you shall prosper. Your prosperity is the prophet of God in your life. May God bless you because you have received the understanding. I pray that today, from today onwards, the, the revelation that you have received so far, the revelation that kept you standing in spite of the enemy attacks, the revelation that kept you standing in spite of all the horrible messages you receive on your phone, that revelation will continue. Somebody say amen. God will continue to bring you more revelation of who the prophet in your life is. The whole religion of Islam is based on their belief in the Prophet Muhammad. Trying to say anything, you know, these people are crazy. Trying to say anything funny about him, you know, to, they will burn your house. They will burn your house, they will say, well, you, that, they don't even allow anyone, entertain anyone to try and say funny things about him. You know what I'm saying? Because they believe they are prophet. The same thing with you. Believe your prophet. Believe. Jesus Christ said the same thing to his disciples. Believe, believe, believe. When you believe the prophet, when you believe Christ, this Yeshua Hamashiach, you are prosperous. You are established in him. And I want you to be established in this Yeshua Hamashiach. I want you to be established, to be so rooted in him that nobody will uproot you. Nothing will uproot you. Are you hearing me, people of God? Did you know this Yeshua Hamashiach who is called me? I want you to be so rooted in him, so established in him without Karane 4 instead of Karane Mana, sit with 4. Yes. God give you an extra 2 that you are established. You are established, you are rooted in the God of Agape. You believe in this God. You believe in Yeshua Hamashiach. I tell you that when you believe in him, you are established. Nobody can move you. But we also believe in him through the prophet. And through your prophet, you shall prosper. Amen. And I'm releasing blessings in your life. And I pray that may the God of Israel, in spite of all the challenges you face, in spite of all the fight you face, I want you to know that because you stand, you not only stand, you are withstanding and you shall remain standing. Amen. The reason you shall remain standing is because you don't just stand, but you withstand. The reason why you withstand is because you have got revelatory knowledge on top of direct personal knowledge. Amen. You are blessed in Agape. May God give you more. I'm standing up right now. I'm praying that you, re you get more understanding of this message today. Amen. The message of God to the church of God. Amen. This message will be applicable to any church. The message of God to the church. 
That's why I mentioned the other servants of God to know that I'm not just talking about myself. I mentioned the other servants of God and he tried to he tried to phone someone who believes in Prophet, who believes Prophet Makadiwa. Trying to phone to try and save the rubbish to them. It seems they will entertain you. Try and phone someone who believes in Prophet Makaya. Try and phone them and say stuff. And say, I've seen this on WhatsApp, I've seen this on social media. Will you stop following this man? Will you I hate you with friend? You're planning to buy him a car. Please don't be stupid. Don't do that. You can't be doing that to this man. Try and do that. Those, you find the same people are also trying to stop you from sending a one pound or five pounds or whatever you are sending to your father. Mm -hmm. God bless you. I've shown you this. But it's not just happening to you. It's happening to people. Those people who are following this servant of God, they also have people attacking them, trying to stop them. But they, they know scripture. They know that their prosperity is linked to their prophet. And so do you. My God is bless you. Makash Abakahana. Stand up and I'm praying right now. Mighty Yahweh, the holy true God, the God of Israel. You have given me this message for the church. That they must know. People need to know who they believe. People need to know who they believe. People need to know who they are following. Almighty oh, Father, for so many people they follow people without uh, with, with just peripheral knowledge. And if those who follow peripheral knowledge are easily swept away when storms come. But I want to thank you for this one, oh my father. Not only do they have each and every one of them their own direct personal knowledge, not only do they have their own testimonies of how you have used me as your servant in their own lives, but God of Israel, you, the only true God, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, you have done it special. You have appeared to them individually, one by one. They will be able to share to each other in the coming week how you, how, how you have spoken to them in their own hearts. How they know direct personal knowledge is superseded by revelatory knowledge. How you have spoken to them about who I am. And I pray that as you do so, you are going to reveal to them even more. So that they follow with understanding. Amen. I'll be like your servant Paul, who says, Follow me as I follow Yeshua Hamashiach. That's exactly the point. That's why the Bible says, Paul says, He says, That I may know him in the power of his resurrection. He was the prophet of God, he was the apostle of God who knew Jesus, not as Jesus, but he knew him as Jesus the Christ. That's why he is the one who said, Follow me as I follow Christ. He didn't say, follow me as I follow Jesus. He said, follow me as I follow Christ, the Messiah. He said, follow me as I follow Yeshua, Habashiach, in other words. I'm saying the same thing to your people. And they have that understanding. As they follow me, I ask them the question, who do people say that I am? I ask them the question further, who do you say that I am? As you ask your disciples who are following you that question, you say to me to ask those who are, you have picked to follow me, the same question. So that they will not follow with a little understanding. I ask you to bless them one by one. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua Hamashiach. The very same revelation I've given to them. Let it come to other levels. Let there be more levels of revelation. More levels of understanding, Almighty Father. That they follow me as I follow you, Yeshua Hamashiach. They will continue to follow me steadily, without fear. Without being intimidated by anyone. That the intimidators are the ones who shall be intimidated by their own intimidation. Yes. That it shall be so that the intimidators shall be intimidated by their own intimidation. In the mighty name of the Lord Yeshua Hamashiach. The fighters shall be fought by their own fight. In the mighty name of the Lord Yeshua Hamashiach. The accusers shall be accused by their own accusation. In the mighty name of the Lord Yeshua Hamashiach.
the God who answers by fire. The fire of Ruach Hakodesh is no, the fire of the enemy, the fire of the dragon is no match for the fire from Ruach Adonai. The fire from Ruach Adonai will swallow the fire from the enemy. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua, I decree this upon your people that they shall succeed where the enemy expects them to fail. They shall rise where the enemy expects them to remain standing, remain seated. They shall rise and together we shall rise. They shall rise in their homes. They shall rise in their marriages. They shall rise in their places of work. They shall rise. And they shall have the last laugh. While the enemy who could not send messages, they will be amazed when their people who could not be successful in their place of work, they could not be promoted. They should protect them because I bless them. They could not receive the blessings of the prophet in their lives. While the enemy laughs, they could not rise. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. Father, I thank you. Bless them financially. Bless them spiritually. Bless them with peace. Bless them with joy. I release joy in their spirit. Because the enemy tries to steal their joy day by day. I'm releasing joy. 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 Of Yeshua HaMashiach. The enemy steal their joy no more. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, I release joy, I release pure strength, I release the spirit of overcoming. They shall overcome. They have got an overcoming spirit. I release it upon their lives right now. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, because you are my Lord and my God, they shall overcome. As I say, God of Agape, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, touch over them, watch over them, protect them, keep them from your God, as you bless them, as you protect them for their prosperity, for you say through your Amen. Believe in the Lord your God, yes. and you shall be rooted, you shall be established. Mm -hmm. Believe the prophets, and you shall prosper. Father, I thank you as I release this message to them. Who do they say Christ is? Who is Christ? Lord Yeshua, who are you to them? Be mm -hmm. as real to them as you are to me. Yes. In the name of God the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, I have blessed them. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Amen.